were somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. All right, ready? You're gonna need plenty of legal advice before this thing is over. Oh yeah. How's your attorney advise you to rent a very fast car with no top? Mm -hmm. And you'll need the cocaine. Tape recorder for special music. What are we waiting for? Take this! Welcome. It's Friday, everyone. I whew, what a day! Hey, Woo. Ooh, hump days. Oh, wait, Friday's not hump day. It's nice and wet out there, kind of mm, moist. Uh, I want to start the Matt. Just play play along with me here. I know okay. you might be like, "What are you doing here?" But uh, I just can I ask you about what your wife texted you that you you look confused and read aloud to us? Yes, it doesn't make sense to me. So just read if you don't mind. If you want to uh, get a little personal, just tell me what she texted you recently. What's happening? It says, "I think you have that pack of thongs in the back of the truck." Yeah, what does that mean? I, I don't know. Are those the diapers we had in the studio, or like like flip flops? Like I don't think you were included in this. Why are you trying to dis- discover how you? I just that's why I said out loud, "What does this mean?" And you said, "What?" And I said, "My wife texted. I think you have that pack of thongs in the back of the truck." Did she reply to you? No. Did she clarify? Clarify what? What What does the thongs mean? I just want to know why you have thongs in your truck. I didn't ask her to clarify. Oh, so she hadn't responded. Why, why don't you, she wrote that, and I just looked at it. Why don't you scroll up a little bit and see what uh, she texted before that? See see your conversation with each other before that, because maybe that'll help us understand uh, why Kara sent you such a weird text. I'm feeling very anxious. I don't know what's happening, and it's yeah. bothering me. What are you guys talking about? Well, I guess, when did you get a hold of my phone? How did you do this? <laughs> right before you walked in. It was open. Um, <laughs> okay, now, okay. Matt, I want you to know when Why'd I grab you your phone, her? I would never violate your trust and do something too bad or read personal things. Okay, but you, I understand now. Okay, you understand yeah. because you texted your you, wife. I texted my wife, oh, my tummy hurts. I think I browned my pants. Do we have clean ones you can bring? It's a lot. And then she wrote, I think you have that pack of thongs in the back of the truck. Oh, God. Uh, and then you came in and you were like, what? I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, um, Matt, I thought you had known that all along. No. And you were CJ just getting back at CJ but not giving him the attention. He <laughs> craved from tricking I, you. I told Spencer after that. I was playing along. I, I told I didn't Spencer, know. I was like, Kara's going to know that was from me. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Sometimes I joke with Matt's wife, and she doesn't know I'm 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 being an idiot. Well, and, helps and, then, and then Matt and my fiance have to say CJ's being an idiot, and she's learning. But some people uh-huh. just have to know I'm an idiot. Yeah, but yeah, Matt, yeah. your your tummy okay? Well, my tummy's fine. But still, what I don't know is what it. What pack of thongs do I have in the back of my truck? She must have put some emergency <laughs> diapers for you. That's well, not a good diaper. Who it's has the a thong shaped diaper. I don't <laughs> even know. Like, I don't know if she's joking along with me because yeah. she thinks I wrote that. Because I'm like, what pack of thongs? Did did she take my truck thong shopping? <laughs> you know where I'm starting to feel guilty, and this is where Matt could really prank me well, is if on Monday, if he texted me vaguely through the weekend, and on Monday you came in and you're like, that whole thing started a fight all weekend long. Because um, I'm like... she can't find her thongs after she's annoyed. Or, 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 or if she like left work early. Um, or, or, or it's because she found some underwear in Matt's car. Oh. And this was her chance to be like, I know you have women's underwear in your car. I know you have a pack of thongs <laughs> yeah, in your yeah. truck. <laughs> 
And it's not like he's cheating because they're clean. <laughs> but, should we go investigate your truck? You know what? Maybe we should. <laughs> I don't. CJ's definitely stuck and, another 101X sticker out there by now. I was going to say, and, one and, on there. And he's like, well, uh, honey, where are these thongs? Every time I get under my car to do any kind of work, I still am finding more and more 101X stickers. He can't yeah. one day and goes, hey, man, there's uh, there's a true or false. There's six 101X stickers on your car. And I was like, there's not even room to put them because all I was thinking of was the bumper. Not to mention I'd never gone outside. I but the thing finding, is, is I had done it the day before. I still oh. keep finding 101X stickers <laughs> underneath my truck. Matt, I'm sorry I prank you so much. Will you still be my friend and not prank me back because it makes me scared and nervous? Uh, I'm going to send something to your fiancé that's going to ruin your relationship. Ooh, can uh, I, I want to help. Mm. Sorry. Never mind, I won't help. Austin's number one video beer pong champion, the C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. What another shrimp on the babby and crack of Foster's. It's Australia Day, Moy. Today's the greatest because it began the British settlement in Australia. If you ask the Aborigines who already lived there, they will tell you it's probably not the greatest day. But Mm -hmm. we're not here to talk about the British colony of Australia, which was sort of a penal or a debtor's colony uh, back in 1788. We're here to talk about something I brought up on the radio two weeks ago, which is me doing an Australian exit. I have a couple of them, but one of them is where I speed up towards the end. The, the loopier one, but uh, we have a co-worker, don't know who he is, don't know where he works. He's just always in the building at the end of the day. I saw him, he's, he's a board op for our news or sports station. Yeah, but you only speak to him in Australia. I only you speak, could... well, also what I've been doing is, is uh, I'll talk to someone else in the hall. Well, hall, damn, now I'm messing it up. Yeah, you're, well, you were messing it up before. Here's the thing. Let's not pretend that you have a good Australian accent. Yeah. I know. That's what makes it funnier. Because also, it's like, is he South African? Well, African, that would be uh, New Zealand. This guy just thinks you're, like... An idiot? Ridiculous. I don't, I don't know, man. He, uh, we've heard about the guy, CJ, and now I'm sure he's putting together that it's actually you now from stories around I the building. I don't know. He doesn't, I mean, he, th- you know how the weirdos that work board op on our news and sports stations are? That's a whole breed of, like... Yeah, that's who Spencer was. That's where he yeah. started. I know, and he's a weird dude. That's, that's where Chewy, where started, our friend, yeah. started. I know. I always told Chewy, he's like, stop being friends with these grubby, lonely, angry, depressed little little white guy school shooter looking dudes that we hire as board ops. I, I always, because Chewie's always like sad and like girls will hang out with me and no one at the office. And I'm like, yeah, dude, because you're hanging out with the, with the weird scary kids of AM. Don't hang out with them. Hey, Go hang know, out with the promo girls. You know those scary kids can hear you right now, right? Yeah. You know what? Those are also prime for who listens to this show. Yeah, yeah. The the, the kids whose dad's the yeah, guy that drives the van with a manifesto for Alex Jones. Like, so I also don't know why you're picking on the ones that are most liable, like you know, likely to harm us. I guess according to you, or, because they or, piss me off. Oh, you know how it is when when there's someone that's dangerous and been bullied, and they're like a little wounded. You just want to like poke them a little harder because they. You, you know don't I mean? want to say to them like, "Hey, man, sorry that all that happened to you." Yeah. Uh, no, no. You don't, you don't want part of the solution? Listen, as an angry young white man, I get angry at other angry young white men, okay? <laughs> don't you think that young not... people that have made mistakes can be redeemed, like the entire country of Australia? Yeah. Oh, good point, because once they were all prisoners. That's right. Then they started owning some land. That's right. But then they started fighting, because then right. people from uh, Great Britain moved over, and they right. would own the land, right. and then the people who lived there first yeah. would fight with them. Yeah. But they'd also fight with their... Uh, they would fight with the uh, 
They'd fight with other people. Yeah, but eventually they invented the blue banana onion, and now all is redeemed. Everything was all right. Down in there. CJ, what's your favorite part about Australia? Uh, Ned Kelly. Who's that? Thank you for continuing this. Uh, Ned Kelly <laughs> was a bush ranger, and what they were, they were Wild West outlaws. Bush ranger. And they were fighting against the rich people of Australia who were more of uh, British descent. CJ, did you know what the uh, national floral emblem I'm not done talking about the Bush Rangers. So, anyhow, they became like a Robin Hood bandit, and Ned Kelly and his gang mm. robbed a bank. But I want to show you what the... Do you, didn't you know the story just of said Ned Kelly? like any normal person? I don't know, a Kangaroo, man. platypus. What are they, now, wallabies? So, you see this bearded guy? That's Ned Kelly. Okay. They robbed a bank. They ambushed him when his... Because his team, they would steal from the rich, give to the poor, that sort of thing. They were revolutionaries. They were fighters. But Ned Kelly and his gang survived. Uh, he survived a shootout with the Australian police. And this is Wild West times in Australia. Uh, this is what he wore. This is what he was famous for being in. Um, oh. A giant metal suit made out of, like, plows and welded train pieces. I remember oh. you talking to me about this guy once before, like at a party or something. You were so excited that he built his own suit of armor or yeah. whatever. And it was bulletproof. Like he did the from the Clint Eastwood movie. So it's, like that one of those those, those scenes in uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs or whatever. Yeah, where that, dude, it yeah. really the guy it runs really out is. with a bunch of pots and pans yeah, on it himself. Feels like that. Yeah. Right, uh, <laughs> other favorite things about Australia: Bluey, the uh, cartoon show. Yeah, that's a good show. Uh, Tame and Paula, the Wiggles, who actually performed with Tame and Paula once. Who else we got? What, what's good about Australia? Uh, the national flower is the golden wattle. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I just right. thought the we word got, was great. We got the golden wattle. But I was trying to, you know, I was trying to look up some stuff about Australia. I don't know much about it. Uh, two of my best friends, a couple, are from Australia. Should we call them one day and see, have them coach me on my accent? Yes. My accent. God, they would hate you. <laughs> so you fuck could do a good job. Well, they hate it when I do New Zealand. Hey, you know hate. what? I talked to them one day and I said, Oh, do you, you know got, them? And I yeah. said, Do you have a nickname for CJ? And they said, Yeah. We call them the Great Barrier Queef. <laughs> <laughs> You know the show's podcasted, of course. It is, 101x.com slash CJ, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're starting to do extended extra editions of the podcast where we talk in earnest about things we either can't say on air because we'll get in trouble by the FCC for cussing or just longer segments. And I've been wanting to do this, and Matt and I were just now talking off air. We're going to do an entire episode discussing some of the best covers in rock and roll. Now, what defines a cover? We It's not just reworking or doing someone else's song. It's taking an existing old-school classic song. I think that's got to be one of the keys, is it was already kind of a hit or already known by the person who did it first, because then you could go down Elvis and be you, you could have so many that we didn't even know were covers. But it's taking a classic existing song and reworking it and making it your own to where the cover is almost as big or if not bigger than the original. A couple of small ones I kind of thought of that I know we want to discuss on this podcast. And by the way, the reason I'm talking right now is we want your input. 835-1015. Text us anytime. 835-1015 or at CJ Morgan Show on Twitter. I'm going to give you a couple examples and then I'm going to play the big one uh, that might be at the tip of your tongue. Uh, the Association did a song that was like, and along comes Mary, Mary, Mary. Very like 60s hippie and stuff. And Bloodhound Gang on 1999's Hooray for Boobies did this cover of Along Comes Mary. It's fast. 
It's heavy. It's rocking. I mean, the lyrics are the same, but they really, really made it their own. Every time I think that I'm the only one who's lonely, someone calls on me. Uh, it's really good, especially when you think of the Bloodhound Gang and that album, you might think of kind of, of goofy stuff, but it's a damn good cover. And they did it, you know, 40, 50 years later, so a lot of people probably don't remember the Associations version because they don't listen to, uh, you know, the oldies radio like I used to, which, damn, we might be oldies. No, we're not. That's KLBJ. They're oldies. Uh, another version is uh, Lent Biscuit covering a classic song from The Who behind Blue Eyes. Say what you will about Lent Biscuit and Fred Durst and even daring to do a song by The Who, but this song is good, and he did a great job, and it's got a little bit of that, you know, let me skip forward. Gets the big part, and it's got a bit of a... uh, It's got a bit of a rap rock part, and I still really like it. So anyhow, that's what we want to talk about. We'll do it on the show. We'll do it on the special edition podcast. Uh, some of the best rock and roll covers in your mind that just transcend where the the version done by the new artist almost as good, if not better, than the original. And, of course, that brings up the Rick Rubin-produced Johnny Cash album, uh, Personal Jesus. So so many incredible songs. And I thought, you know what? This I haven't played Hurt in a minute, even though you probably hear it a lot. But this might be one of the best covers where it's better than the original, which which doing it better than Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, that's difficult. 835-1015, text us your favorite rock and roll covers of all time. The TikTok influencers are mad. It's time for parent pickup. He's Matt and he's DTF. You know what that means, kiddos. We He's dad, teacher, father here on the Parent Pickup. I don't know if we need that much of an intro. I'm going to be honest with you. What yeah, you okay. Right there? Well, I mean, just let me slide in. It's on Tundra. Yeah, tell us what's up with TikTok. Uh, TikTok influencers are mad because they say that uh, the that the teens, the tweens are out of control. They're calling them Sephora kids. All these uh, <laughs> tweens are going to Sephora and jacking up the Sephora. They're touching everything. They're buying out stuff. The thing is, is that That's funny. tweens don't have to pay rent. So if there's a really hot item at Sephora, a tween doesn't care if it's $45 and overpriced. They don't have to pay rent. They don't have to take their dog to the vet. Any of the things that uh, folks that are adulting have to deal with. Dude, when I was a kid and I saved up enough allowance, you know what I was going? I wasn't going to Sephora, but I was getting me some Aspen or some cool water. I would get a $60 little bottle of Aspen cool water or what was the other one? Canoe? No. (laughs) Uh, but I would I would get that nice cologne and then like wear it once. But I, I get it when you're a tween, <laughs> this sort of stuff is fun because it feels an like issue. being an adult. Here's an issue: uh, the TikTok influencers are mad at the Sephora kids for messing up the Sephora. Do you know why the tweens are going to Sephora? Because TikTok influencers are Told doing their get ready with me videos. I have a well, she was a tween, she's now a teen, and I've watched her grow up through this. Uh, Spencer's staring at me like, what wait, wait. are all of these words? I was confused. Are they doing their makeup videos in Sephora using the makeup? No. Oh, God, I was going to say, that's funny. I was going to say, are they using the samples for free? That's kind of rude. But no, here's what ahead. happens. Sorry. 
there are, are men and women who do get ready with me makeup videos, right? Kids watch it, and then they go, oh, my God, I've got to have, uh, what's the one called? The Ordinary? Is that what it is? Mm. The Bland? I'm trying to remember these boxes that I see. that, And then I got to go. Now, I- I'm a dumb dad, so sometimes my daughter Very goes, true. can we go to Sephora? And I'm like, yeah. And then, because I don't know, right? And then uh, we go there. It's not close to the Lego store. It's the no, opposite it's side. Not. And then I get home and my wife goes, you went to Sephora? Why did you do that? And oh, I'm like, God. I don't know what. She knows what's up. And it's like, well, it's not Victoria's <laughs> Secret. I don't know. Where, isn't that where you get makeup? I don't know where you get makeup. It's expensive learned. there, too. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it's really, really expensive. But also, there are some people saying, well, young people should not be meant to feel like they have to make themselves up to be pretty and accepted. Dude, uh, I, it's come not on, just... That's, all, that's human nature is to want to be beautiful and accepted. It's also not just about feeling beautiful and accepted. It's about when you're that age, like I mentioned with the clone, it made me feel like yeah. I was my dad or an adult, or you would, uh, young you boys, feel... we would shave before we had to shave because that's what mom and dad or big you brother, want... big sister do. It's the same with makeup and perfume. You, mm. you want to feel... Older and cool. I yeah. think it's also a part of just the general middle school flex. You want to have the brands that other people flex, have yeah. and, and that stuff. Massimo, Yaga, Airwalk, oh, but Vans. Those I am dope. watching now. Jinko. When you go by these stores, there are a lot. They're, they're they're overrun by these munchkin kids. Oh, God. These tiny, they're not full-grown. No. Folks yet, and they're running around. And I will say this: so I am shocked. There's sticky a, fingers. I bet. There's a story on TikTok. Well, everything that's out in Sephora is like the samples, mm-hmm. and they're usually tied down. A Sephora employee described how a ten-year-old was fighting with her mom over a ready nine hundred dollar purchase. Yikes. Yeah, she was screaming at her mom about, I need to be, but I have to have this. I oh, have yeah. to have this. That girl's going to get Willy Wonka. You need to get that crap together. Uh, they also, other TikTokers are posting examples of destroyed sample stations, <laughs> saying the yeah. kids are destroying the sample stations. The, the problem Well, is, here's I, an issue now with social media. You used to have, I don't know if we talked about it in here, if I was talking about it with someone else, but now influencers can just advertise straight to kids. You used to have to Correct. advertise through the parents. Correct. Through the TV. Correct. Through things like that. Or right. had to uh, convince tell them your that mom way. and dad to call yeah. 1-900. Call up for these little wiggler things or something that may may end up in stores. And and now it's just like straight to the kids. So it's even more, yeah. I don't know. They're and people are saying, actual... how come Sephora isn't banning these crazy tweens from the store? Um, guys, the crazy tweens parents do not know the value of a dollar. And so they're spending it like crazy. Why do you think you're paying so much for street drugs these days? It's because the youth have access to their parents' money. It's that time. Of- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right when we go on air, guys. That's, that's what the uh, for. Hold that's, on. That's Spencer you know, and Nick. F- Come on, dude. Um, Nick's joining us. It's the sports bet. So it's the time of the week where we do some gambling. And i got to be honest, Nick. I used to be on the 102.7 ESPN station that you are. In fact, you and I filled in together many times. You're welcome anytime. I was let go right before, right in the middle of NFL playoffs. How worried are you to do a sports talk show after the Super Bowl ends in Texas? Oh, very much. Very Dude, much worried. Sports radio and sport. I'm sorry. You guys are good, but the rest of it is so bad. Yeah. Like, just the... It's it's years of... Or, or an entire off-season of speculating about crap that doesn't matter, and then when you're completely 
not right that Wimbignana actually got traded to the Portland Blazers or that uh, Tony Romo coaches the Atlanta Falcons, then it's just like, all right, well, now move on to new. Like, no one, it's like conspiracy theorists and preachers saying the world's going to end. No one calls sports guys on like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You Tony Romo does. Tony Romo does, though. Um, that man is a I'm wizard. Out, I'm out on Tony Romo. Oh, I'm out come on, on him. I don't like him. Let's not no, fight about no. him, but let's fight about uh, betting on sports. If you what insist. do we have coming up? Uh, well, obviously, we're going to bet on the second to last set of games in this football season. I'm not scared at all to do sports. It's, the, it's championship uh, weather. That's right. And perhaps a little basketball. Oh, I like that. Excited Matt, to learn Matt's what's going uh, on in basketball. Texas basketball fan as well. Well, yeah, but that doesn't make me uh, knowledgeable about basketball. I Very, watch. Uh, there's a there's a team I watch. Yeah. Well, how many three pointers are there? I mean, the, how many? I mean, the, anything behind that one line gets you three points. That's very true. We'll uh, come back and, and talk I think sports. if you back up one step from there, you get four points. Yeah. Uh, two two steps. Time to bet sports. Nick from 1027 ESP Austin. <laughs> That's why I'm not on that station anymore. ESP in Austin is with us. That's all uh, right. Yesterday, yesterday I gave out our phone number and was like, no, that's the 101X one. No, wait, no, that's the ESP. Like, it was, it totally threw me for our entire That's segment, why people so. were calling and like, you don't know the cowboy, you know, right. boys. It's like, uh, them boys not in the NFC championship game. As a matter of fact, the Cowboys are now the, uh, the team in the NFC, I believe, with the longest drought now that D- Detroit has made it. Uh, it's like I think maybe them and Washington are tied, but anytime you're around Detroit or Washington what? and like all time records, it's like depressing. These, it's, it's not, not good. good. It's uh, not good. Let's do some bets. Matt is here, and Matt and I like to compete. We are currently tied on the season. You like to compete with me uh, because Matt I, just does this because he loves you. I, like, I, true. Thank you. I like yeah. fight. What can I say? Sorry, I, I don't worry. I, I hit the beat button. No one heard that. Good. Nick, let's bet. All right. It is uh, speaking of the Cowboys. Here are some good teams this weekend. Chiefs at Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are four-point favorites. So Ravens minus four. And I just want to know who's going to win. Who you got? Chiefs, Ravens. Chiefs or Ravens. Should we write these down? I got you, man. No, I, no, I mean, should Matt and I write them down and reveal them? That way we don't change our bet based on the other person. Oh, what, what, Why are you complicating with that? We've been, You and I have said the bets for two years now. I know. Plus, Matt Bearden is a man of integrity. You want to say him yeah. at the same also, time? He, Three, uh, he, two, one, Ravens. Chiefs. All right, okay. there, good. I just wanted us to do opposite ones. Uh, the Chiefs always find a way to win, yeah. and it hasn't been beaten yet. The script has been written. It was already yeah. written by, by the commissioners and beyond, and I don't understand why you don't know that... They, they're required to have Taylor at the Super Bowl, so the Chiefs have to win. You're, that's pretty smart, Matt. I didn't even think about Tay Tay, who we were just talking about. Um, you didn't think about those, the star of the NFL, yeah. Taylor Swift. Uh, check out those videos on Spencer's hard drive, by the way. No. <laughs> hey, you just you got outed, and you're not even in the bit, Spencer. Um, I'm sorry. My next one, I'm a little excited about. I'm a I'm a 49ers fan when they're not playing the Cowboys. Always have been. Shout out to my second grade teacher, Miss Donovan. Um, Miss Donovan, woo! Yeah. Um, man, she was hot. She loves a massager too, but that's Was another fun. story for hey, another what day. What grade is this? Uh, second. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. dude. Yeah, years formative, formative years. I, I right. learned about Joe Montana and boobs. Oh, I thought you Billy Madison. I'm just kidding. She wouldn't. She wouldn't have. Heard Sorry, her. I thought you Billy Madison at recently. <laughs> just recently. Back to school, yeah. That's that. You know, that's oddly plausible that I would do that. Uh, 49ers <laughs> taking on Detroit. To me, this is fun because I would be 
happy if both teams win. For Detroit, yeah. it's been forever overdue, and they're just they're the Cinderella team, I guess, kind of sort of this year. Even though they're good, they're a three seed. Um, the 49ers get kind of confused at times, but I just feel like the 49ers, even though they've had holes that have been exposed, they're slowly patching them. And uh, what uh, what do you have as a spread on this? I thing? go. 49ers are uh, seven and a half point favorites. Okay. So 49ers you guys mentioned exposed five. holes and, and spreads. What's going on here? Uh, are you sports, Spencer? Oh. Okay. Uh, 49ers. You really going to take Detroit? No, I'm taking the 49ers. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're really taking the 49ers? Why do you keep seven? going back? Look, it, it, what it comes down to is who oh, wins the, the Chiefs game. Uh, That's so fine. You, so you're taking 49ers? Yes, I'm taking the 49ers. I don't know. Even I'm starting seven? to come around the Lions. Like, especially, rooting, especially can I points? tell you something? I'm yeah. rooting for the Lions. I don't like the 49ers. I want the Lions to win. That See, would I, make I me happy. But I also know what the reality is. You've got the Lions traveling to uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. People love to talk about San Francisco being this hippie, peace and love place. But, but guess it's what? a heroin den of homeless. And it's also where people outside of the stadium will, will beat you to death. And I do think <laughs> that the 49ers end up winning this. Uh, so anyway, Longhorns go to BYU. The Lady Longhorns are home against Cincinnati, the Bearcats. I want to know who scores more points, the men's team or the women's team? Oof, this is a tough one on this particular weekend as well. I'm going to go with the Longhorns. They're going to score more. You're going to go with the Longhorns <laughs> scoring well, more? Well, I said Longhorns are Lady Horns. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, so I was trying to pull something. I'm going to put a banana in my tailpipe, CJ. Yeah, I actually think that the Longhorns are going to end up scoring more on this one. So, Wow, you're... Really don't put much so let's stock come in the, the So basketball. let's come the closest without going over. I'm going to say that they put up 76 points. All right, Lady Horns do 76. No, the Longhorns. I'm choosing Longhorns, but okay. now we're t- our tiebreaker is... God, why are you doing All this right. to me? Closest <laughs> without going over, you say... Okay. 76. Okay, you say 76. Yeah. I'll say You're going to say what, Lady Horns? <laughs> lady Horns. <laughs> Did you know... Welcome to the learning segment of the C.J. Morgan Show. We're going to tell you some things. And if it has did you know before it, what do you know, gentlemen? Uh, it must be true because we said did you know before it. Certifiable. Uh, did you know? The ADX Florence is the highest security prison in the United States. It is the only U.S. federal supermax prison and houses uh, that has really high profile inmates. And it is designed to keep people, obviously, from breaking out. But a priority is to keep people from breaking in. Because, yeah. you know, you you want to get into jail, so that's how you do it. Yeah. Everybody wants to break in there. Yeah. yeah. I really want... What if that was a, the free, goal, free though? Free food, dude. Three meals a day? Come on. A bed to sleep in? That sounds great. Yeah. That, the Friends, only your prison. Uh, gym time? Outdoor time? It's great. What if that was a goal? Was uh, It's my goal now that a, I think about it. Almost like video game style. Like, to get into... Like, the goal is, is you have to go to jail. But... The bet is whoever gets ranked higher in jail, whoever gets more to a series. So so you have to commit crimes, but you have to stay out of jail long enough to get sent to a supermax. Like you almost have to do some uh, some kind of stuff of what was the LSD professor that was bombing stuff? I don't know. You got to do like that or become a serial killer because you don't you can't just kill someone, go to jail. 
You got to go like 10 friends. They are all have a bed. Are you advocating being a sociopath? No, not at all. I'm saying Why like, are you saying that crimes shouldn't just be like, it's not, it's not good enough. They need to be competitive now. Because that's the competitive game. Crimes. Because it's easy to go to jail, but it's not easy to go to a high, like super dangerous jail. You got to stay out long know. enough and avoid the police long enough. A lot of rich people not going to jail, I hear. So it's, it's kind of harder for some of Step us. Step one, don't be rich. It was a video game idea, all right? It's almost, it's almost like, okay, it's like, is this why video game companies are laying off so many employees in the city? Is it because of this? Because they can get great ideas from me. Like, did, did you know? Did you know? Uh, there is a white man cafe in Tokyo. Boo. Japanese ladies ring a bell to summon tuxedo-wearing Caucasian men who respond with, Yes, princess, while they serve them cake. Oh, maybe, that, maybe that I, is cool. I, I think that I'm that retiring is in Tokyo. That is great. I would love just to be subservient, tuxedoed white guy to Japanese women. They, they have a logo, a motto hey, on the front door that says, be selfish, enjoy your life. Oh, I love that, man. I love a lot of their mottos over there, just really straightforward. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the also, translation, at least. A lot of Japanese were just treating you like crap, but you don't know what they're saying, but you know the tone of it. That's, oh. a good, that's retirement for Do me. Do you know the tone? They, yeah. Do, Do you, you think Spencer would be highly welcomed in Japan because he's a tall, hairy, brutish, sweet I, figure. I don't know. He, he's almost like a mystical kind of mountain bear. No, I'm going to say from looking at the pictures of these guys at the White Guy Cafe, there's a there's, <laughs> there's a, a softer, sur- sweeter kind of guy oh. that they're looking at here. Spencer's more welcome I'm in a sort soft. of bathhouse in the corners of Las Vegas, I guess, is his hey, look. Okay. Yeah, welcome exactly. anywhere women want me, okay? Did you know? I'm welcome anywhere. anywhere. women want me. <laughs> Which is apparently nowhere. Did you know, businessman? This this what this one's called. For some reason. Businessman. Uh, did you know? In 2013, a French businessman died of a heart attack while having sex with a stranger while on the job on his business trip. A French court subsequently ruled that this was an industrial accident and that his wife and family were entitled to compensation. Hey, good for him. I also <laughs> like that. You know how some people ask, they're like, "Are you here for business or pleasure?" Both. Both. This was a guy that could actually say that. Did you know the slurpy capital of the world is in one of the coldest cities in Canada, Winnipeg. Winnipeg is known as the slurpy capital of the world, gentlemen. Hell yeah. Uh, Doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Uh, Thank you for not doing any slurp these nuts jokes. Uh, But it's it's been labeled that. And I don't have a problem with it because there is something about when it was really cold recently. I really wanted ice cream. So. Really? I guess you should move somewhere where that's like common. It's weird. I guess they uh, just pick up the snow. Don't and... move to Angola because huh? did you know huh? Luanda, Angola has the highest cost of living out of any city in the world. A half liter tub of ice cream, $31. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. So like, you know, when you, when you get one of those half pints or whatever, yeah. that, that, or a pint, that, that would cost you $31. Jesus. I'm not going there. Okay. Can you even point it out on a map? <laughs> Angola? Actually, yeah, I can. Spencer, give us a did you know while I pull up a blank map. Uh, did you know? Uh, okay. I, I don't. I don't. That's it. All right, Matt. Here's the deal. I'm going to have to print a map and then write in things I know, and we'll come back later in the show and I'll tell you if I know where Angola is. But I have to print and write this. I have to write down. I have to fill in the blank. But I'm still going to tell you without looking where Angola is. I mean, it's Friday. Do whatever you want. Did you do. know? Matt, what are you doing over there? Are you trying to get some concert tickets and discovering how much it sucks these days? Yeah, it seems a little difficult. Uh, 
I, we've been talking off air about a band called The Last Dinner Party. Mm, yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I figured this out. I'm the first person that played them on the radio in Austin. That's absolutely true. I know it is, and we'll explain how. But, Matt, why are you trying to go see a band of five young ladies from England at the Scoot Inn? Uh, I have a 14 year old daughter who loves them. And uh, sometimes I'm so desperate to be uh, cool for her love that I will buy it via tickets. You know what? That you should do. Thank you. Thank have you, you for... listened to some of their lyrics? Uh, I have, and they're, here's why I know what the band is that you guys just started humming the song, and I was like, oh, that's the yeah. song Blank that my you. daughter was so... listening to. Yeah, and because she put it on, we, when I pick her up from school, she uh, we drive home and she gets to control the music. And we trade musical songs sometimes. Here's something I think you'll like. Here's something. And she was listening Dude, to it. Dude, that's great. And I, I, I said, I really love that. And I said, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, when it got to that. And she goes, no. It's dad. Music's not about the lyrics. <laughs> I said. Yes, it, it is. Never has been. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, look. I said, look. I said, look. It's a bold move that you knew it was coming up, but you played it for your dad anyway. She said, I didn't think that you would get weird about it. And I said, I'm not weird. I think it's just I didn't expect it to be so forceful in that song. It, it really is. Um, and I, like I said, I thoroughly enjoy it. But would would your daughter think I was cool if you said, hey, you know, uh, your uncle CJ there, the the one that brings the Legos over for your little brother. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you? Hey, did you know uh, CJ that I work with? His that was his number one song on his Exposure Top 50 countdown. Would she think I was that cool? That is a an incredibly stop. good way to get her to stop liking the band. I was gonna say, oh, man, immediately what if, stop listening. What if you tell, thing, though, did you gotta understand when you're that age, anything that someone even like four years older does, it is instantly makes it. Well, I don't know. Four years older would be college, and college is still cool. But just beyond that. It becomes super lame. It does. I introduced your daughter to Billie Eilish, I know. and she still doesn't think I'm cool. No, she thought that was cool at the time. Then she is aged into tweenness. So, yeah. like, at the last ACL, I got her in. I got her to do some stuff, and I was like, hey, do you want to go back into the media area? You can see some celebrities whatever. And the whole time, she was just like, ugh, I want to be out in Gen Pop with my friends. <laughs> she, yeah, dude, stupid. She, she was in a bad mood back there. Yeah, she um, was, wasn't she? Guess what? <laughs> Congratulations. That's what it is like to live with someone that age at all times. I'm very sorry, but uh, the last dinner party, they're playing Scoot In. I think we're the radio station. We're doing something with them. Uh, Matt, you said it's sold out. Yeah. Already doing resale, yeah. which is frustrating, but yeah. hopefully we'll get Matt some tickets. But, uh, Spencer, I was telling you off air, I do believe thoroughly that I am the... First person in Austin, maybe in the United States, probably not. Uh, but I, I'm the first person in Austin to play him on the radio, and we play him a lot now on 101X. But like I said, I heard that song, I was like, "That is great. That is a good song." It's weird. It's stuck in my head, and I'm like, "I'm gonna I'm bookmark that for my end of the year list." And uh, Exposure came up, which is a Sunday night new music radio show I do, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna play this last dinner party." And uh, I had emailed our boss to be like, hey, is there a clean edit of this song or right. the song at all? I couldn't find it. I couldn't buy it. You can't buy it on iTunes in your country. And he's like, no, man, it hasn't been released yet. Uh, so this is how I know another radio station didn't play it because it hadn't been released. I did a thing I've done in the past. I actually got in trouble with this for playing a new song by Dead. But there are streaming radio shows overseas that I listen to. And you can replay those shows. And in the 101X studio, much how we record phone calls or commercials, you can record 
Are you just blasting evidence against you? You're not a smart person. This Dude, is it's, FCC kind of I concerns. know that, but it's no, it's not FCC. It's more like the label. pirated some radio, it sounds like. I pirated, well, I played it on the radio, but you, it's the dumb, Matt, you get it. It's like when they're like, hey guys, Metallica's coming to Austin, but don't tell anyone till Friday. We're doing the big release Friday. No announcement. And it's like, meanwhile, everyone goddamn knows. The internet things have caught up. Like the song's already out there. It's just I couldn't get I an MP3 to play you. on the radio, I so I had to record and dub one. I so that's you. how I know. No, I think that's amazing. And I'm sorry if I seemed less interested in this than maybe I should. It's just that I have the Scoot In page open, and I'm reading about premium bacon wrapped hot dogs, and oh, that's all I can. I'm like, oh, when I take my daughter, <laughs> that's what I could do. I could look I like could, a dorky dad eating a hot dog while she's like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. He's got it mustard no, all over his shirt. No, that's not true at all. Well, she and I have an agreement, which is I do, I do not act like I know her at all until <laughs> long after. We have a meeting place afterwards. I was like, you can walk out on your own. Just meet me at the meeting place. Damn, you're such a good dad. But read that in napkin <laughs> so I can get this mustard off my Wait. shirt. I have my sentence now. At last, I know just how you felt. Tickets to Modest Mouse with the Pixies. Now, my game I played the other day was pretty bad, Matt. I'm sorry. Didn't make sense. You weren't good at it because you don't listen to cool music. Well, you made it hard and complicated. So what I did is I made nursery rhymes for today. You and Spencer are going to play against one another. Okay. You're each playing for a listener. Yeah, we got someone that's picked us. Yeah, and here's the deal. Which one, ever one of you, each one of these, there's a direct answer. And then I want you to know, what does that answer have to do with the upcoming concert, right? Oh, God. If you can get that, then you can get a bonus point as well. So it's, it's that a two-parter. Are yeah. we uh, buzzing in or are we going back and forth? No, go ahead and buzz in, okay? Oh, when you man. think you know that. I'm not getting nervous about buzzing in, but all right. Here's the first one. Thanks for reminding me. It's not a deer, <laughs> the close it may be, found up north where it's chilly and free. What animal am I looking for? Uh, CJ. CJ. A reindeer? Uh, very, very close. Okay. You want to take a stab yeah. at Spencer that? gets a free one. Spent, mm, no, Spencer? Man, uh... Okay. Oh, yeah, Sorry. Spencer beep, beep. also doesn't just guess. What's like, it's like you... name for a reindeer? A, uh... I don't remember. Uh, it's, it's a caribou, which would be a track from... Uh, the Pixies. You yeah, think I okay. listen to music? I don't know what's going on. Man. You guys are really bad at that. <laughs> also, also a DJ <laughs> okay. uh, named Caribou. Question number two. In the house, it sneaks without a sound. Tiny feet barely touching the ground. What animal am I looking uh, for? CJ. CJ. Um, um, a mice? Mouse? A mouse is correct. I That's know, one point. If you want a second point, what does that have to do with the concert? A modest mouse is Correct. The you have two points. Oh, there CJ. you go. Wee, on the okay. barn. Yeah. Here. Right. Thanks for an easier one. Is the third riddle. In a riddle, it sits, both ancient and sly. A guardian in Egypt, under the sky. What animal am I looking for? Uh, CJ. I mean, CJ? Uh, you got it first. Did I? The Spencer? Sphinx, the Great Sphinx? That's not looking for the Sphinx. Thank you, though. I'm looking for another kind of animal. Uh, CJ, you want to take a stab at what animal I'm yeah, looking yeah, for? Yeah, give it to me one more time. I want to go ahead. In and a riddle, it sits, both ancient and sly. A guardian in Egypt, under the sky. Um, they were into cats. That's what I'm looking for, is cats. Uh, For an extra point, what does that have to do with the upcoming concert? Uh, Cat Scratch Fever by Ted Nugent. No, uh, I'm sorry. Cat Power is opening the whole lineup. That's now three to zero. Oh. You guys ready for the next one? I'm sorry, Spencer. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here we go. Known for swinging tree to tree, a playful soul 
wild and free. CJ. CJ, what so, animal am I looking for? A monkey. That's right. This for monkey's next, gone to heaven. This, right. Yes, this one, that is two extra points. You're now five to zero. Spencer, whoever you're playing for is sad, sad, sad right now. Hey, just like me. Mm, that's true. Oh, man. Uh, last chance for you. Spencer, if you can get these both, I'll go ahead and just give you the victory. Please all right? do. That's fair. I love uh, this. Here we go. So this fair. one's a little tougher, so listen carefully. This creature slinks in the grass so low. It lands where ancient myths still glow. Not a dragon, but with a deadly show, it mesmerizes prey with a hypnotic flow. A cobra, CJ, a cobra. Yeah, it is correct. And uh, what's what am I looking for for a bonus? Uh, cobra Kai was the uh, show on YouTube that inspired... Uh, a lot of these bands. It's a song by the Pixies. I don't know. I was looking for Spitting Venom by Modest Mouse, oh, okay. but it doesn't okay. matter. You crushed Spencer on a on a Friday and probably ruined his entire weekend. Well, you well, know who's ruined. Don't you worry. You know whose weekend don't I'm not going to ruin whoever's listening because we actually forgot to give away a pair of tickets this week. Uh, so So everybody's getting tickets? No. Uh, I'm going to do another giveaway in 20 minutes. Spencer's person's not <laughs> going to... They're not going to win them now, but they'll get another chance to call in. How's that sound? <laughs> okay. I, I'm serious, okay. too. Okay. That's legit what we're doing. All right. This is why we can't have nice things. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Dr. Professor Matt Bearden's here. Is it weird or is it wired? I like calling this our tech segment, but it's it's more about friendship. Uh, it's not really about uh, friendship. I'm going to be honest. I don't pay attention to you very much. Thank you. I'm glad that you don't. Uh, it's do. about will we still have EVs in the future? Uh, ED? I, yeah. There are a lot of people. If you've been watching... Um, What's happening lately in the press, uh, like Ford said, where they're going to cut the production of their EV trucks in oh. half, which yeah. means a lot of people go, that's w- it, because nobody wants EVs, they're BS, they're crap. Uh, I was at the post office earlier, and uh, I asked the guys, like, oh, yeah, I heard y'all are getting a new fleet. And he's like, yeah, well, we did, we'll see. Oh, really? Uh, so that might have changed. And, you know, you get the memes of, like, well, look at what a lithium-ion battery farm does to when oil and gas is, you know. Yeah, I can understand all that part of issue. it. Now, here's something I do want to say. Despite all of that, the most recent poll said 50% of Americans want an EV. Guess what the hindrance is? It's price. And I don't know about you all. I I drive an old beater, 25-year-old car for a reason. I'm super cheap. I have driven a dual motor EV before, and I got to say, it's a blast. I don't know why anybody would dog on them. They're so much fun to drive. The problem is... They look stupid. Well, the one I I drove did did not look stupid. It looked really awesome. I guess I'm just thinking of Teslas. Like, it's not... The future can also be aesthetic, and those aren't. What? Well, some Sorry. people think that they're great. I mean, uh, your Teslas look nice. Test of right. time will tell. Well, but, anyhow, getting to the point here is that the the issue seems to be not so much the performance and like that. It's just that that dual motor one that I'm talking about it's like a seventy thousand dollar car, and most people are saying, "Hey, the most I'll pay is fifty thousand." Except and, the average price right now for an EV. Is fifty nine thousand, which is ten thousand more than an average American is even saying they're willing to spend at all. Usually, with innovation in America, as as we grow and it becomes easier to build, things become more affordable. But specifically with the automobiles, it's the opposite because when Ford started producing them, he literally said, "I want a car 
everyone at my factory can afford and can drive. I want to make a product that they can do. And right now, EVs, they're they're not there. They're not cost effective. Well, that cost is an issue because this was another thing I saw that said, hey, the, the reckoning is coming because... Um, they're saying, look, they know there's a cost issue. The, the people that manufacture these know that there's a cost issue. They're saying that the, pri- the problem is you can't just lower costs willy-nilly. Um, they're expensive still to produce, and, um, and they're expensive to buy. Right now, a lot of people are relying on the government to have those, you know, kind of $7,500 kickbacks for you to buy them. A lot of manufacturers are relying on basically that that tax incentive that you get. And so the head of uh, Ford said, look, there's a real reckoning coming because someone's going to have to lower the price. And when they if they try to create a price war, it's going to be an issue. Who came out ahead in the price war, the first people to actually fire off the first shot? Is Tesla. They drop the prices on their cars. Here's how it's working out. Uh, the reason I even brought this story in today, Tesla's stock is currently down 25% since this morning. They came out with their earnings earlier today. Their earnings missed for the second, I think, quarter in a row, missed the target. I've been watching this all day. 25% is a chunk. That's a that's dramatic. It means that in the last six months, uh, let's see if I can pull it up exactly. In six months, the stock is off by almost 50%. Oh, my God, man. That's nuts, dude. Yeah, in six months. So that's a chunk of change. Now, I don't pretend to say that I'm a stock expert or know how all, you know, giant sums of money move around and all that stuff. I do know that there is... you don't know your stonks? I do know that that we're going through a reckoning time. And my worry is I, I, I... I see there being a hope uh, for there to still be a use for, um, uh, you know, like a regular combustion engine and uh, so EVs in the future. There's got to be, uh, uh, what is it called, redundancy, multiple systems of different ways to function to actually uh, move society forward and, sure. and have systems work with you. Right. Kind of I like to they work out, but I'm worried that it's going to get tripped up here because of profits. Here's another weird thing about no. that. that. That thing that I read that said, hey, uh, 50% of Americans say they want to buy... Uh, an EV that you can't afford it. Out of that fifty percent, fifty-two percent of that of that big chunk said the manufacturer that they trust to build an EV that they would buy is Toyota. The thing is, Toyota's not really making EVs. They make hybrids. They make lots and lots, and they're the leader in hybrids. That's more the way to go. But they basically said, we're not really dipping our toe too much into EVs until we see the landscape settle. And Makes the sense. problem with EVs, yeah. for me, not just the affordability, but when I, you and I both have a Hilux. We have a, a Toyota Tacoma. And when you get in that car and you put it in four-wheel drive and it's raining on a muddy hill and you're like, I'm going to I'm gonna hit the gas on this. There's nothing quite like that feeling. Can, have better you, than, better. Have, yes, go on. Have you driven an all-wheel drive dual motor EV? Have I, you driven one? I haven't. And to be fair. Look at me. Look me in the eye. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now. I'm a guy who doubted EVs wholly until someone let me ride drive one that's like that. They are Change so everything. fast. It's I, insane. You know what? The kids, the kids are all right. Okay. That sounds good. The internet has never been so easy. The internet. Uh, welcome to the internet. And at the end of the week, I like to kind of do who won the internet? What's good? What's going on? And, and I'm going to call today's closing segments. Today's closing end of the radio program. Did you just, you, you couldn't say segment, so you went with end? 
I had a, I think I had a Matt Bearden stroke. Hey, you come, welcome to the club, my it's friend. Better than uh, a CJ stroke, if you know what I mean. The last internet segment of the week, we're gonna do some, uh, we're gonna do something entertaining or good. And today, I'm gonna call it "The Kids Are All Right." We're gonna start with uh, a clip from Lord of the Rings. There's an entire account that started dubbing these voices over, and to me, it's hilarious. I want to start with the actual clip, which is a pack of Urukai running through the wild. What is it? What do you smell? Man flesh. All right, Matt, so that's a clip from the movie, and now... What is it? What do you smell? Man flesh. Oh, huh? God. Gosh man. darn it. They've picked up our trail. Gosh. So- oh. Someone has gone through and dubbed over all the monsters and orcs and urukai people <laughs> and, and made them with very uh, normal voices. And it is, you know what? It's a young person that did it too. I'm very happy that these Gen Zers aren't it's just good. trying to do dumb dances and trends. And, and just, actually, I saved you're hundreds just a- Liberty Mutual. <laughs> Damn it, stupid YouTube ads. Free shout out, Liberty Mutual. You owe me some money now. We ain't had nothing but maggoty bread for three uh, stinking <laughs> days. Yeah. Why can't we have some meats? <laughs> what about that? It's just so. They're fresh. I like it. It's so perfect, but too. So I know you're super excited. For eating. Because it's Lord of the Rings. Because young people are enjoying something old and nerdy that you like. Yes. <laughs> but that's funny. What about their legs? Yeah, it's just, it, it's good. But <laughs> here's what I don't get. They're they people too. Well, but they redubbed the three-hour movie. Like, they spent, <laughs> someone had a free Saturday. Hell yeah, man. It was well, worth it. It was worth it for the they, clicks. They only did, like, a five-minute clip, and then it got a bazillion views. So they did more So and they more. went back and kept, yeah, it became their thing. They kept. Ba- they went back and just started uh, uh, doing those. Uh, let me get another clip up and running, because it, again, involves something dorky. That I love. And here's a uh, a very dumb, very quick clip from uh, Star Wars that he uh, took and edited where Anakin and Padme re-meet for the first time. Far too long, Master Kenobi. Annie? My goodness, you've grown. Padme. <laughs> so... It's the You're scene. shorter than I expected. It's the scene where they meet, but they made him, they edited it to make it seem like he's seven, eight feet tall and giant. So thank you. Uh, thank you very much for that, young kids. You're, you're really making us laugh. And last but not least, uh, also shared amongst younger people, the classic form of humor, Matt. This goes all the way back to pre-Vaudeville, the first radio jokes, the first memes. Uh, the kids these days, they're all right. And why are they all right? Because they think this is funny. Uh, this is a scene from the movie Oppenheimer with some people watching in the theater. <laughs> so in the middle of Oppenheimer, in a pivotal scene, there's a fart and everyone laughs and it went viral and it's a young person that posted it. One more time. Why the kids are all right. It's amazing. Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.